0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com. Okay, we are on 31B again. 31B. We're in the wide lines. 10 lines down. Was say 20 lines down? Three words into the line. Okay, so she tells Eli, she's talking to Eli, but only amatecha, amatecha, notish, notish kachit amatecha, natata So the question is, why is she saying the word amatecha? You're made three times. But amatecha, notish kachit amatecha, natata amatecha, 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 Amma is a uh, maid, right? You're made. Why is she referring to herself as you're made three times? Amar b'yosi, but Rabbi Chanina, this explanation, right? Why is Hannah talking to Eli and she's saying you're made, you're made, you're made? By the way, we learn. David Amech says, "Ani abdecha ben amatecha. I am your servant, the son of your maidservant. Mm-hmm. You say in the halal, right? Right? Mm-hmm. So we learn from there that when you pray for a sick person, you say the mother's name. "Ani am your amatecha." So anyway, she's all saying, she I Ani, am your maid. So why does she say it three times? So that's his question. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Hanina asked that question. Why does she go back and say, your are maid, your maid, three times? And then she says, Your maid, answer me. Don't, don't forget me. You'll give me. What is she adding to all the time? you remember me. So what he learns out is Amatech has referred to something. This is what Chana taught before Hashem. You created three mitzvot, which a woman doesn't do, she'll die. What are the three mitzvot? The three things which cling to a person and kill them. Number one. three mitzvot women have. That if they don't do them, they're uh, in danger. What are they? Nida, which is uh, keep away from a person, a husband, when they're menstruous. Chala, which is separating the tithe of truma from the dough. And number three is lighting the candles for Shabbat. I never transgress a single one of them. And therefore, why do you want to kill me? A person with no children is like a dead person. Why do you want to kill me? You're killing me. I want to have children. So give me children. So that's, that's what it means. Okay, so that's what Rabbi Yossi says. Rabbi Yossi says what? Why did she say made seven three times? The word amatcha is read to admit. The middle words of the word amatcha I love mem, taf. So Mem Taf is met. She's saying, mm-hmm. I'm like a dead person. What makes me like a dead person? Three cents. Three, three you can kill a, a woman. I never did them. So why am I like a dead person? Give me children already. Right? Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing thing, she said. It's a bit of a chutzpah. You're going to see how, many, how much chutzpah she had. Mm-hmm. So she's telling Hashem to do things for her. The question is, where do you cross the border? we are going to see. How do you, how do you keep your prayers... Mm-hmm a person's asking for something and pleading for something he said a person's going to attack it like a lawyer from different angles Hashem I need it for this reason 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 you got to give for different reasons you can't just say Hashem please give me why? Hashem was the why? I need this reason <laughs> so she's arguing her case like a lawyer she's pleading amazing when a person prays they are got to pray like a lawyer we saw the sadiqim pray for Khalil Yisrael like a lawyer Abraham pray for Saddam like a lawyer he's a lawyer Mabash like a lawyer, like a lawyer. He's a defense for you. Right? So the person prays, if it's simple prayer, no problem. If it's not simple prayer, it's <coughs> they don't have children, they're trying for 10 years or 12 years. It's not simple anymore. The person has a shidduch and is not finding a shidduch. They're going to pray like, got to give 50 reasons why I need a shidduch, why I give you, send me a wife. It's, it's a, a very complicated. It gets very complicated. If it doesn't come easily, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a very powerful prayer to break through the barrier. So the going to try from all angles. I gotta find 50 reasons why Hashem has to give me this. Amazing. How you find so many reasons? Yeah, it's the same. It's a lawyer. Okay, the Gemara continues. And you'll give to your maidservant male children. Precious, what is Why is it double language? Give me your sons. What's Zeran The seed of men. She said, Give me your son. Ben, why Zerah why? Anashim? Why double language? So what is this double language? So gives a few explanations. It's amazing. So she asked for something very deep, obviously. Gwana has to give a few explanations. This means not simple. Zerah Anashim. The the seed of men. She should have said, give me a, give me a son. Simple. Ben, two letters. Zerah Anashim. How many letters is that? Three. Anashim. Eight, eight letters. Instead of three, instead of two letters, eight letters. Imagine. Isn't that a bit of a stretch? That's the grand question. Why is he asking for so much? Zera Anashim. Amara Rav says, Gavra Beguvrim. Rav says, I want a special person. Zera Anashim. A man among men. I want to be a, top, a top-notch person. I want a child who's Khashuv. Very important person. Zera Anashim, someone who'll be head and shoulders above everyone else. That's the first of it. That's Rav's opinion. Rav was a student of Rabbi Judah right? He went to Babylon, became a chief rabbi over there in Surah. And Shmuel, who was, a, he always argued with Rav, Shmuel was the chief rabbi of Nardea. Amar Shmuel, Shmuel Amar. Zerah Anashim, he'll be a person who will anoint two people. Zerah Anashim. One person who will anoint two people as kings. Who do they anoint as kings? Saul and David. So Zera Anashim, the child who will anoint two Anashim, two special people. He anointed two kings. Mani, who are these two kings? Shaul and David. King Saul and King David. That's the second explanation. Third explanation. Rabbi Anashim. I want children who will be equivalent of two men. I, don't, I want one child who will be equivalent to two children. Not just two children. Two special people. Mani Noon. Who are these two special people? Moshe Aaron. I want a child who will be the equivalent of both Moshe and Aaron together. Wow. Imagine. She's not just praying for a son. She's praying, I want Zera Anashim. I want a special child. Make it. If you're going to pray, David says, Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Hashem says. Why? "Yes, It's small. Ask something big. If you really believe Hashem can answer you, ask for something big. Well, don't ask somebody, Don't limit yourself to something small. You're praying to God. You're praying to the Master of the Universe. The big. of the Universe big, big thing, it can do big things for you. Why ask for something small? I don't bother him. <laughs> I don't bother God. Don't worry about it. It's not a bother. God's all powerful. It's not a bother for him. Just is. So obviously, a person's going uh, to be. A, we have to be our lawyers. We have to know how to argue with our Shem. A person's going to know how to argue with our shepherd. Not argue, but reasons. I Need this, what do you need for? So, I can go to your father, he's a multi billionaire. And for daddy, I need uh, I need a new cell phone. What do you need for? Oh, my cell phone's not working. I want to be in touch with you. I want to call you sometimes, you know, make my life easier. Whatever you gotta find different reasons. So. Hashem, say, when you want to pray, you gotta pray. Look what, look what we learn from Hannah. Hannah is pleading. Can you call Zach? And uh, she's pleading, look at that. Pleading, pleading. She knows how to, how to pray. And when she prays, she doesn't even ask for a regular child. She wants a great child. Nashim. she wants. Special. Equivalent to Moshe Aaron. Wow. Wow, amazing, huh? Shrimpaz it says Aaron ninety nine. Good number, ninety nine is a good number. ninety nine. Moshe Aaron amongst his priests, Hashem's priests. Because Moshe Rabbein was also a Kohen, temporarily. When was Moshe Rabbein a Kohen? At the dedication of the Mishkan. He did all the avodah Because Aaron the Kohen was not appointed yet. Who's bringing all the korban up before Aaron the Kohen is appointed? Moshe. question is, what did he wear? That's a big question. Because he wasn't allowed to wear the high priest clothes. He wasn't high priest. What did he wear? So the court say he wore a white tunic. And what else he wore? But that's a gemara. Where's the gemara? A Daughter, I think, somewhere, somewhere It's, in, it's in somewhere. Okay, so she prayed for a son who'll be the equivalent of Moshe and Aaron. Wow, wow! When you pray, <laughs> pray big. Ask for a lot. Ask for lot. Pray big. <laughs> pray big. Wow. was the answer? Yeah, look what she got. She got Shmuel well, Hanavi. Rabbanan Lamrei. Rabbanan says Zera Nashim. Fourth commentary. Now this is very interesting. Rabbana was total opposite doesn't who these Rabanin are. Robert says opinion. Fourth opinion is, is, I want a regular child. I don't want a child to stick out. I don't want it to attract attention. I don't want to attract the evil eye. I want a child who'll oh. just be among other people, mixed into the people. But the problem is with this, I'm contrary to Shiboh is very, very special. Okay, so let's go through those four answers over here. Number one answer is I want Zeran Hashim means I want a very, very special person who stick out amongst the people. Number two is I want a Zeran Hashim, a person who will anoint two people, David and Shaul. I want a Zeran Hashim, I want a, a, a child who will be equivalent of two big special people who, Moshe and Harun. The fourth opinion, I want a child who will be Zeran Hashim, just regular. Regular. Average. I want an average, average child. I don't want to stick out. Ki Atar Avdimi, comes in an explanation. What do you mean? What does she want? What does she want? A regular child. She wants a regular child. Lo Aroch Not tall and not short. Lo Not small and not fat. Lo Zachor, not white. not not red not smart and not foolish <laughs> average, I want an average child I want him to attract attention average child now the truth is that this, this prayer was not accepted, right? it wasn't average, Loma Shmuel was not average anyway he was brilliant, brilliant Hashem accepted the prayers of Hannah and the fruit, the blessing of Eli was fulfilled in Hannah he blessed her, she had a child next year okay, now we come into what did uh, she tell Eli when she came back? She came back the following year to, to thank Hashem for the for child. She had a child. She tells Ellie, Ellie didn't recognize her. Doesn't look at like women, I guess. He doesn't stare at women. He could recognize her because now she's happy. Before she was crying, depressed. Looks, she looks different now. I'm the woman who is uh, standing over here with you. <laughs> okay, what halakha can we learn from this? I was the woman standing here with you. Was he standing or sitting? He was standing. How do you know? It says standing with you. Standing with you. He's standing or she's standing. What do you learn from there? You stand. Where? Who, who stands? She's the woman stands. The Hana was When someone is praying, Abida, you're not allowed to sit next to him. You have to stand. You're going to come to me That's amazing how it's we stretch. You can stretch Look okay, how we're going to stretch this Passover. We're going to learn another halakha from this Passover. Amazing how the rabbis. Brilliant. So, brilliant. if, if you're praying no they cannot sit down if they're finished? Yeah, we're going to talk about it. That's exactly what we're talking about. That's what, that's what the Gemara is going to tell us right now. We learn that from here. Why it says she was, she was standing with him? It means he's standing as well. Why does he have to stand? She's praying. Why is he standing? Because she's praying Amidah. He can't sit. But he didn't know she was praying. He saw Lips movie. And he thought she was drunk. That's one opinion. you got different opinions in the Gemara, right? Wait, what was Not all opinions agree with that. Uh-huh. Baruch Hashem. Because <laughs> that opinion is really a harsh opinion. He didn't know what's going on. We learned halakha from there as well. We learned halakha from here as well. Yeah. On both sides. <laughs> then why do you rebuke her if she. When we say if he thought she was praying, then why was he mad at her? Okay. So she, she, he was standing with her. with her. What's with her? in her four what? in her six feet within six feet of he was standing with her so he's she's standing with him Well, oh, I was standing here. Yeah, I was standing with you she's standing with him what do you mean with him within his six arm, or six feet so he's within six feet because so if you're outside six feet you're not interfering with the person's brain it's going within six feet okay let's let's look this up a little bit where is the halakha Aaron Quickly, quickly. Can so we we you give me a little bit of a little bit a little bit of a little of 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 a Halakha is, it depends what you're doing. Ah. If you're learning Torah, uh, you're praying, you can say. If you're not learning Torah, uh, you're not praying. Kupet halakha? Halak. Okay, kubbet, halakha. Sit father. So i tell you the halakha. I'll tell you the halakha straight away, but I'll look it up. And the answer is, it depends what you're doing. You're just hanging around there, don't sit down. <laughs> you're not allowed to sit down within six feet of a person who's praying Amida. In front of him, maybe study him on the side of him. And the even behind him, it's a big debate. If you want to sit down, you move six feet away. However, we must say that we're praying as well. Even if you're just saying, which is not read really a tefillah it's a Mishnah. You don't have to. You can sit. Okay. If you're praying, and he's praying, you sit. You shouldn't sit right in front of him. You can sit on the sides, you can sit on behind him. Because so you're praying as well. Okay, so they can sit. Only if you're praying. If you're praying or, or learning you're learning Torah, but if you're just uh, standing over there, hanging around, waiting for the chazan to start, you can't sit. Because he's praying, you can't sit within the six feet. And some people allow it if you learn Torah. Even if you're not praying. So if you're praying for sure, you're allowed to sit or behind him, around him, but not in front of him. And that's the expert opinion. And the opinion says you can only do it from the side. But in front of him, feel you can know As far as you can see, I've seen him sit in front. I feel Even if you're busy saying the Shema, you can't sit in front of him. You know? In front, no. On the sides, yes. Behind, yes. But the benches are in front of you. Huh? The benches are in front of So sit behind So a person who is praying should have his mind in his head. And think, how am I going to disturb other people? He takes a long time to pray and he stands right in front of others. (laughs) And the other guy can't go back three steps. He can't go do anything. He can't sit down. He can't go back. He can't do anything. He just just blocks someone. He blocks someone. So a guy stands behind someone should quickly finish. So if you want to take a long time to pray, stand right in the front. You're the fine. guys who pray <laughs> who pray slow should stay right in the front. They say pray fast, stay behind them. <laughs> and if you're behind somebody, you can't be too long because you, you, you're them you're, tri- you're tripping them up. it depends, if they sit down or even, even timing them out. You gotta wear them out. Because <laughs> according to the according to this Marim, you can't sit down even if you're praying. Some people say no, that's only in front. On the sides, everyone agrees. Everyone agrees you can. Okay, so let's recap. So we learned from Mohana and Eli. Hannah says, you are, the, you, are, you, are stand, you are standing with me. What do you're standing with me, number one is you're standing up, and I'm standing up. I'm praying that he's standing up. Number two is, It's with me, within my six feet. From there, we learn out, you're not allowed to sit down. Someone's praying, Ashwan, pray I'm within six feet, anywhere around the guy, right? Within six feet. However, there's an opinion that says if it's in front of the guy, you can't sit down ever, even as far as you can see. Not even within six feet. But that only applies if you're not involved with tefillah. If you're involved with tefillah, you can sit, there. You sit down within six feet, but not in the front. Inside you can sit down. Okay. So you can sit behind him, <coughs> sit. sit on the side of him, you can't sit in front of him. Ah, it's problematic these are to it, very problematic yeah, you, to walk by them. you yeah. can't walk in front of him yeah. you have to walk around him so if you take a long time to pray don't sit in the back sit in the front Right, right in the front near the wall near the rabbi it's not in front of me not, me. <laughs> not behind me don't sit behind me please it don't stand me okay all right do they say why did it disrupt like a line of vision or yes obviously it disrupts that you show know, He's talking to the Shekhinah The Shekhinah's presence is there. I can't sit down in front of the Shekhinah God's presence is there. He's talking to God. If he's talking to God, that means God is there, right? We have to see what God is there, talking to him. How can you sit down in front of God's right? Yeah, that's what he looked up. We just looked up. This is the Tur. Yeah. This is the Urachai. Urachhaim yeah. Simakukit. So Tur, we don't have the two. This is Shulchan Aruch Tur it's called Tur Aruch why is it called two shukana? Because it follows the same system, same chapters. Mm-hmm. But not the same Sif. The two doesn't have Sif, doesn't mm-hmm. have uh, paragraphs. Numbers. He doesn't have paragraph numbers. Shukanav has paragraph numbers. Two doesn't have paragraph numbers, just one long chapter. Oh boy. <laughs> if you have another two or two is it's beautiful. Two is beautiful. Tour is much I like two. It's like much clearer than Shukanar, much clearer. It always doesn't break into paragraphs. You got a little bit yourself. Okay, but the tour is beautiful. The tour genius, the tour is brilliant. The trouble is, the show doesn't bring down the opinions. So, the tour tells you, Rambam says this, he says this, Rabbi says this. He gives you all the, he gives you all the opinions. The show just takes this, just makes it to one big mesh. Mush, do this, and yes, something will say that. Some people say something, say, some say, say. who is it? What is it? Who, what's going on? We don't know. That's what he says. The show is written down for those who learn the bit yourself already and you just want to. Remember the, the details. Who said? we you have to know the background. If you don't learn tour, you can't learn Shulchan Aruch. Basically. It's impossible. So that's why you have the Mishnah Bura comes along and gives you the background. All right, we're moving on. See, so yeah, that's why it's good to learn the Gemara. You learn the Gemara, then go to the Shulchan Aruch, so you can understand Shulchan Aruch, where he's coming from. Because you learn the Gemara already. If you go straight to the Shulchan Aruch, you didn't learn the Gemara, you do not know What's the background? Where do we learn this from? Who do we learn it from? Now we know. We learn it from sure Kana right. and Eli. Oh, yeah. And we can see you. How do you know it? Because it <clears throat> says Khana was saying to Eli, you stood with me. You stood with me. You stood up when I was praying. And you were with me because you were within six feet of me. From there we learn out you can't sit down within six feet six of someone's feet praying unless, unless you're praying. You're yeah. praying. However, in front, some people say never. As far as you can see. So on the size yes, but okay. It's a beautiful song, if you find it. It's a big song. Huh? Yeah, the big problem. Number one, is person to prays outside the door, he's not praying inside the shoulder. That's number one. Number two is, if he's sitting, he's he praying just in front of the door, you can't walk in front. So you go behind, it. you go around the, around the back. Did I answer your question? I don't know. No, but also... Uh, yeah, can't walk in front of the Hazan. That's why you walk around. See people who know, just walk around. Mm-hmm. He's praying Shema, he's doing repetition. Can't walk in front of him. Game of chess. Yeah, the Kohenim. Huh? It's like a game of chess. It is. It really is. Mm-hmm. Why should the Kohenim do that? Don't no, ask me. I'm only a rabbi. I don't know. What? I don't know. The kohens should go around. But if people choose to sit down, it makes sense for you to sit down because otherwise you're tripping them up. Because if, if they choose to sit down next to you, you, ha- you kind of have to sit down. How does that, what is that? Why? Because, sit because you, they're, f- they're forced to, to do something that's not right because they choose to sit down, but if they're sitting it's down... Still. So you're praying Shmanesv and they're sitting down? As long as they're praying right. and they're, they're doing something for Tefillah or they're learning Torah, then no problem. Probably if they're chatting to their friends, a double trouble. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're sitting down next to them and I'm praying Okay, so what? You know, I'd sit down. Unless you pray, I'm not praying. I'm, ch- I'm chatting to my friend. Double trouble. You're not allowed to chat to a friend either. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they say, avira. one sin calls another sin. So you've got to be very careful. This is, this is These are tough questions. You see people sitting, sitting down in the middle of the Kaddish. You can't sit down. Kaddish starts, you can't sit down. you got to keep standing. Someone saying, Kaddish, you can't go in front of them. Same thing. You can't go six feet in front of them. You've got to go around them. More right in front. It's not as strict as Amida. Still you can't walk in front of them. You gotta go six feet ahead of them. So the people who a long time to pray shouldn't pray near the door and block everyone and the people are gonna walk in and walk out. You're blocking them you're causing them to transgress. To so walk. So pray where Spencer. Is. Spencer's got the right place. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where you can walk behind him, you can't walk in front. Of him. So pray block the door. So pray away from the door. Pray. Go right inside the shoulder and pray. That's the best. Position should, should try not to sit within six feet of the entrance. So it looks like he wants to get out. <laughs> so, try and go right in. Boom. This way, you know, it's interesting. Pay attention. The far corner is empty. The far corner is empty. So people like to sit near the door for some reason. It's uh, embarrassing. I guess if a person comes and they want to be humble and sit near the door. But the truth is, you should go further in, sit near, on the other side. That's the best. Position should go. Sit next to Scar. Let's, let's see. Okay. Or you go from the back. Now we have uh, trouble is women are praying there as well. So you're mm-hmm. waiting from the women. You can't wait. <laughs> it's a bad design. So the door should be on the other side. Anyway. Let's not go into it. Okay. Palati, I pray for this boy. What does she mean? I pray for this boy. This boy here. Abba Shmuel. Oh, Now we come to a very tricky one. This is Hell Wish word. How old is he? A kid, he's a kid. One one year old? He's already talking. Oh. He's already talking. What happened? Shmuel is telling Eli he did the wrong thing. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Eli wants to kill Shmuel. Why? He's liable to the death penalty. Why? He said halakha in front of me. He's not allowed to say halakha in front of his rabbi. Let's see the background of you. Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Elazar says, Shmuel, Moray Halacha from the Rebbe. said Halacha in front of his Rabbi. He was paskening Lord in front of his Rabbi. So, what's Halacha today? If the Rabbi is there, are you allowed to say the answer? Is someone ask a question? Are you allowed to <laughs> say a bracha on talikatam? So it depends. If it's only Halacha p'sukayin shukhararuch, you can say it. Shukhararuch says so and so. Rabbi says, I don't agree because I can follow Rabbi Yosef and I don't follow Shulchan Aruch. You know. You can you can debate but you have a source. You have to say it proves a source. But say there's no sources, it's all trash about beer. That's what happened in those days. There's no Shulkanah, there's no Rambam. There's no way you can look. You have to know all the sources, backwards, going backwards. So you have to rely on your Rabbi. You can't just come along and make up a Halakha. And Shmuel made up Halakha. He make up Halakha. He said it from his own from his own logic. What Halakha did you say? Shneamar, Amar. Bishkatu ita Pavi, aviw ita They slaughtered the cow and they brought the lad to the eli. Why they bring the lad to Eli because they slaughtered the cow? All right, <laughs> Eli, what's the connection between slaughtering the cow and bringing the boy to them, Eli? Mm-hmm. Ella, Amaleh, Eli. Eli says, "Kiru koenlete, lavolishchote the korban." We don't have a koen to come and slaughter the koen, the korban. Hazan Shmuel, <laughs> Shmuel saw that we had rebetar koenish and we They were looking for a koen to do shchita. Amaleh, who Shmuel said. You don't need a kohen to do shechita. <laughs> Eli's the high priest. He's looking for a kohen to do shechita. Well, and Shmuel says, you don't need a kohen to do shechita. Why well, can't Eli do it? Eli's the kohen, well, kohen gadol. You want a kohen to do shechita? It's a bit of an embarrassment? You get some less seniority <laughs> to do <a> shechita. <laughs> you get a regular shechita, you don't need a kohen. Eli didn't know that. And that's why Ali's getting angry over here. Shmuel is coming along telling you what to do. For you. In the better big touch. The high priest is there. And this little pip, little pip squeak comes along and says, Why are you looking for a coin? Go don't coin. He says, Bring him here. I want to kill him now. He's more a halachalef than a ribbon. But Zakshirah, Shmuel says, It's a now. You don't need a coin to do shrita. Anyone can do shrita. Non coin can do shrita. Zar. A stranger, which is non-Kohen. I told Kamele Eli. They brought Shmuel in front of Eli. Amale Eli. Eli said, "Benalacha." How do you know this halacha? Amale b'ketiv. It says in the pasuk, Kohen." <speaking in Hebrew> where does it say a Kohen uh, has to do shachita? No, where the pasuk? It says, "V'krivo akonim." <speaking in Hebrew> the kohen have to bring the korban. Sometimes <speaking> they <in Hebrew> have to shoch the loter. When the kohen have to get involved? Mikabalav <speaking> in <Hebrew> elach. What are the four avodot <speaking> in the Berit Mitzvah? Go on, let's go, Coin, let's go. <laughs> Number one, Kabbalah Tadam. The coin has got to tear the blood. That's where the avadah starts. Holakha, <laughs> you've got to walk it to the... Huzbe'ah. <laughs> Zerika. And that's it, three. Shekita is not one of the four. Four with the Shekita word. Shekita, is over here, don't have to do Shekita. It starts from the Kabbalah. Kabbalat Tadam, Halakha, Three things. To Malika, right? Malika, of course. Yeah Malika. Of course. Oh, so of course. It's very hard to. As as you know, where it's very hard to Malika. Yeah. Because you know where he is when he does Malika. In the corner of the old Yeah, where in the corner. He's on the. He's on the. He's on the, he's on the little, little little side wrap. Oh. He's hanging on for dear life. That side mm-hmm. ramp's only one and wide. The probably about eighteen inches. well he's standing over there precariously. <laughs> ten. <laughs> To be a coin boy, you gonna be real balanced. you know, But gotta climb up the ramp with a slippery feet, it's a hard job. If you fall, you break the head. It's not like, it's yeah. a sort of marble over there, it's dangerous, very dangerous. You gotta be really adroit Do your weightlifting and you know, practice your balancing. And how, what age does a coin retire? And the answer is when he can't wear his socks standing on one foot. If you can't wear a sock standing on one foot, can it's time you, to retire. Can you can put on the socks or wear a sock? With, huh? You can't wear socks on the baby. but I'm saying that's how they test if he has the strength to be a queen. It's going to have balance. You put on socks when he's standing, with one on, standing, one foot, he's standing on one foot. Standing one foot, you wear the sock. Standing on one foot, wear a sock. Let's see if you can do it. Put it on. It's actually difficult. difficult. It's very hard. It's very hard. They practice. He knows. He practice. Yes, you got to practice. <laughs> be a queen, you got to practice. Practice. Standing on one foot, standing on you know, can to be? Say, oh, not joke, not joke, it's not a joke, because they're going c- c- to go up the ramp and they're slippery and they'll fall down and they will put salt and blood all over. And they're going to go up the ramp and they're going to go up the sides of the altar. That's, that's so hard, so complicated. And by the way, it's a beautiful video in Torah anytime. I can't remember if, which rabbi is that, but he's got a beautiful video on the zvachim, the pictures. It's uh, like a. He'll show you exactly how he goes through Ezra and explains it with pictures. Beautiful. So clear after that. You see how he does Malika. He's standing on the little little side uh, ramp over there and he's doing Melika. Like actors or like drawings? He's pushing it. Huh? Actors or drawings? Or drawings. It's a cartoon. Oh. Uh, you can't have actors. <laughs> where are going to build the Mishkan? He's the same guy who built the, he did the uh, movie of the Mishkan. Well, you know, he did the Abadah beautiful, really, really good, good job. You can look it up on, on it's fantastic, really fantastic. You learn a lot from that video. He just goes through the Mishnah, which we see every day. He explains every part of it very well, very well. So, you can picture it. It's very hard to know it unless you picture it. If you ever see something before you can understand what they're doing, so what are the three Abadah? The Kohen, Kohen uh, 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 Kabbalah sees the blood, he walks into the altar and he pours it on the altar. It depends which kind of korban you got not know where in the altar you pose it that's a big question and that's what the Vishnu says right two porings which are well one poring which is two because so you pose on the sides of the corner then it's it becomes two porings it's two sides of it He's going to know exactly where to pour it. Going to, oh, this korban, this is where I pour it. This korban, oh, that's where I pour it. The yeah, coin's going to know. He's going to be on the ball. He pours it in the wrong place. It could be in healthy pasul. He's going to tell the guy, I'm sorry, your korban is pasul. Okay, pay me. You owe me the money. You wrecked, when you wrecked my korban. So I'm sure there are court cases. That's why he had different Sanhedrin in the, Sanhedrins <laughs> the Temple Mount. The, the, the judges were there watching, supervising. It's a no joke. Hey, coin, you know what you're doing. Come here, what korban was that? They'll ask him on the spot. What the are had to have to know these halachon. This week's parasha, right? The levi had to have five years training. Because it says, last week's parasha says the levi were counted from 30 to 50. This week's parasha says from 25 to 50. Rashi says, why 25 Well, there's 30? Five years, they had to have... Grad school. Yeah, well, grad school. It was actually a... Apprentice. Apprentice. He was an apprentice for five years. Watching what's going on. So, can you imagine? Levy, there's nothing, not complicated. Yeah. they quite how much Muslim is On the ball. It can very easily mess up everything. The Levy somehow a Korban, like if you said... They say the wrong shear. Yeah. yeah. We said that. That's why Rosh, they had to know. Rosh Shana, Rosh Kodesh. Oh, yeah. which, which day is it? Which which song do you say in the temple? They can mess it up with the, the song. I don't know if they invalidate the Korban, but no, it can I'm validate saying. It makes the wrong song. It's like... Yeah. Okay, so so now what's going on? So Ellie wants to kill her son. Can you imagine? She prays for this boy. Can you imagine? And the boy is so bright; he knows more than Ellie. Ellie says, "I need a coin to slaughter the animal," and and the boy says, "You don't." Can you imagine? Little kid, and Ellie says, "How do you know?" He says, "Because the pasuk says the, the coin I have to do from Kabbalah onwards." So, so had Ellie been doing it like. Uh I guess it's not... A coin's allowed to do it, so he may have been doing it this way could. for a yeah. while, or maybe he just had a lapse of then No, no. He didn't, didn't have do. that kabbalah. No. Yeah. From there we learn out because it only really says kabbalah by a kohen, it really says the coin has got to receive the blood. That's it. It doesn't have to do shkita. And he said, shkita, kabbalah, yeah. the blood. Same thing. So we learn from there that the shkita is allowed. By any person can do You're right. Eli says, "Seems like you're right." I'm sorry, you're right. However, you're still saying, say, uh, creating a new halakha in front of your rabbi, you're liable death penalty. You're right, but you're wrong. It's, it's not. I'm going to kill you. It's mm-hmm. I'm going to pray to God to kill you. Hashem mm-hmm. will kill you. Horrible. Hana heard this. Atiachana, came straight away, running. She's screaming. I'm the woman who prayed for this boy. So the boy, and he says, no, problem. We'll kill this one. We'll pray to God to kill this one. And Hashem will bless you another one. I'll tell, I'll tell let me kill, let me punish this guy. And I'll ask for praise that you have another son. What's wrong? And he says, Hashem can kill this one again, you want. No, I pray for this boy. I didn't pray for any other boy. She's very tough. This one, you can't beat Hannah. And he was like Hannah. He was like his mother. Like he couldn't beat him in argument either. So it's a little bit of a stretch, this it's not, like, it's not there. It's not the. Is that a reason why he died young? I mean, the main reason was no. It. He he prayed to die, so he shouldn't mm-hmm. see Shaul killed. He didn't want to see the work of his hands destroyed in front of him. Imagine. He's praying for Shaul. He's the one to tell Shaul, your kingdom is going to be ripped from you, just like you ripped my cloak. Your kingdom is going to be ripped from you, and in the background, he's praying for Shaul not to lose it. Imagine. And he has to go and anoint David, and he doesn't want to do it. Imagine. He wants Shaul to continue. He's praying for Shaul. Anyway. He prays, Hashem, take me before I see you. I don't want to see Shaul. The work of my hand. I don't see the work of my hand destroyed. She was okay. That's why he died at 50 years old. Shmuel died at 50, right? 52. Gematria Ben. So then he came back. He came back. It depends if he came back. That's a good question, right? Did he come back did he not come back? Did the witch bring him back or did the witch was all trickery? Big Baklokit. Rambam, Ramban. It was in the article. You'll see Alright. Okay, I'm still learning from Hannah. Hannah is talking to her heart. We said before that, that's where we learned from Shulchan Arrow, you have to pray quietly. And you have to have Kabbalah in your heart. Your heart is your, your mind. Your mind's going to be there. She's praying for something she wanted in her heart. We're going to come to that. What does that mean? Pray about a heart. Where's the heart of a woman? inside her chest? I'm right This is part of a prayer. She says, "Hashem, Rabbi Rosh Allah, Master of the Universe, be called Ma'achibratah. Whatever you created you never create anything which is a, nothing for nothing for no reason." But she's a lawyer. That's all. A lawyer. She's a real lawyer. And You create eyes for your people to see. years to hear. Chotim la- Nose to smell. Peredabir, a mouth to speak. hands to do work. Raglaim legs to walk with them. Dazim lalik breast of woman to feed a baby. My breast, I have no baby. You create, a, you create everything you created with purpose. Where's the purpose? Show me your purpose, you need to give me a baby. You create everything with purpose, so give me the purpose. This is brilliant. her original prayer. This one is brilliant. This, this is, is her original number three, the third version. This is this is she prayed The first one, one version is she prayed with her mind inside the prayer. How mind was it? Liba is the mind. right Live, love, go with your heart. What do we love? Go with your heart. Heart doesn't do anything. It's in the mind. So she was praying with all her mind, with all concentration. That's halakha We know from this halakha But over here, he's using it as a, a defense mechanism. She prayed and said, "Listen, what are my prayers for? If I don't have a baby, what's it for?" Rabbi Ela, she's this part of her arguments. She's making fifty arguments why she Hashem has to give her a baby. Is that a chutzpah? Coming to her. coming to her slowly. That's the title of my talk. That's the title. A person who... This is a little, now, this is a little bit of a side issue. Why? Because we quoted this rabbi. Right? Who's the rabbi we quoted? Look at the rabbi's name. <laughs> Ammar Belaza Aza, Rabbi Yossi ben Zimra. Rabbi Yossi ben Zimra. Beautiful name. Yossi, the son of Zimra. So, again, we're going to quote the same name. So, if a rabbi says a few things, once we mention one of them, we start bringing up all the quotes. <laughs> because in those days, everything was about memory. When you jog someone's memory, he says, oh, stop, stop. I tell you, what else he said? I memorized his name. Oh, his name, yeah. He said this. Ah, now I remember all the other things he said. So before you want to stop him, you want to write down before you get it back from his memory. Or he's going to forget it. Okay, keep going, keep going. So we're regurgitating everything that he said, right, buddy. this rabbi. Rabbi Azam, Rabbi Yosef Ben Zimra, the second, second halach we learn from him. whoever fasts on Shabbat, the bed in the above, the head in heaven. They, they destroy all the gazirot on this man for 70 years. All the decrees on this person will be destroyed. And nevertheless, even though they're all destroyed, they'll judge him for not keeping Shabbat, for not enjoying Shabbat. So all his judgments will be destroyed. But they have a big judgment on why didn't he enjoy Shabbat? Why did he fast on Shabbat? my mm-hmm. Takante, what should he do he has to fast another day to make up for the fast on Shabbat then it's clear okay. the told for his not fasting not eating on Shabbat so the question is what's better you fast you fast on Shabbat to destroy judgments of seventy years that's that's not bad, but then you get judged for not for fasting on Shabbat so, yeah. So, maybe the only Shabbat could be enough Kapparat to cover that 70 years. Of this, I don't know. But you know, Shabbat, you keep Shabbat, breaks all the decrees. Breaks all the decrees against person. person says, Amen, Yeh Shemir, it's the Same language. It breaks the decrees of 70 years. The person says, Amen, i And think Hashem's name should be great again in the world. Everyone should recognize Hashem. It breaks all the decrees. Last people was in Shabbat. This year also, no? Does that cover it? Mm-hmm. So you're on, your oh, you're on Shabbat. Shabbat. Beautiful, thank you. Does that count? Or... I hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> you can use this one as a defense. Hashem, look! Rabbi Yossi Ben Zimra says, If I fast on Shabbat, it's breaking 70 years of judgment. Smash them all. Rabbi Lazar, Hani Hatikat, the Barim Klape Mala, Hanna was cheeky, she was chutzpatic. To Hashem! You that? He used derecheres. says, instead of saying she prayed to Hashem, she prayed on Hashem, she prayed facing Hashem, she argued with Hashem, she prayed arguing with Hashem. This is very, very troublesome. She was to Hashem. she was crossing the line. She was trying to better Hashem. Well, she's using law, all every argument a bit, to try and outwit Hashem. Psh. From Rabbi Laza, Rabbi Laza says, Other people do the same thing. Who? Eliyah Nabi. When he's praying on Har Kamel, he wanted God to answer him. To, you know, when the duel, the spiritual duel with the, the prophets of Baal, right? Fire is going to come from heaven. Who can bring fire from heaven and burn the Korban? You gave Klal Israel. It's because of you, Hashem. You made them sin. <laughs> is it because it, it says Al Hashem instead of Al Hashem? Yes. Yes. When yes. I mean, she's arguing with Hashem, she's not praying to hard. When you pray to someone, then you are accepting their authority. Pray to you, Hashem. She's telling you what to do. That's crossing the line. And same thing with the Eli Eliyawa Navi. You gave them Yitzerah. It's your fault, Hashem. They're worshiping idols. Whose fault is it they're worshiping idols? You gave them the Yitzherah. Well, I mean they could have chosen like Abraham arguing with Yeah. Sodom or Moshe. Well he argued respectfully. Didn't really say you. It's your fault. You you made Saddam so bad. Like you give the yes, He well, didn't say that. There's a certain style, of boldness. So, questions. What does that mean? You get. was says another. You can use the Rama. says the There's a point of no return. Person does something bad over and over again, Hashem says, I'll give you a chance to do teshuba. You're finished in front of me. So, at least, Ellie was saying that over here. He says, Listen, you Jews can't do tshuba. You're not letting them to do tshuba. Because they are worshiping idolatry so long. It's your fault now. You're going to let them do tshuba. Accept that tshuba. <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah, but it's worse. If he says, I'm I'm going to do teshuva, they don't don't accept it. But if he does teshuva, they accept it. But over here, Hashem says, you're not going to accept teshuva. Rambam has a point of no return. Rambam says, it's like paro. Hashem did not allow him to do teshuva. He won't allow a sinner to do teshuva after a certain time. It's terrible. Everyone argues with him. It's very hard Rambam. Okay, we're going to stop here. So we're going to talk about chutzpah. We just got to the point of chutzpah. Is chutzpah to stop here?